Hey friends, welcome to today's edition of Save the Drama for Your Shama. I am back. It has been a month. I am worn out. There's just been so much going on. Um, so let's, let's talk, okay? We're friends here, right? Um, so the SAG Award nominations came out last week. And I can safely say, now that the nomination period is over, um, the big project that I talked to you all about a few podcasts ago, I would say back in the summer, um, was basically that I was selected for the nominating committee for the television division of the SAG Awards. And that was very interesting. Um, I got invited to a lot of screeners, um, a lot of the public events, which I attended one. Um, I didn't go to all of them because I didn't really have the time or the money because everything's in New York and I live in Delaware and um, so that gets expensive in addition to the fact that it's still a panoramic out here so I really wasn't trying to be all out and about in front of people even though I am vaccinated and boosted. Um, but yeah, like, it, it was an interesting time. I tried to watch as many television shows as I could and give everybody a fair shake before I gave my official nominations. Unfortunately, it seemed like I was the only person that did that because I noticed um, that many of the nominations were not in alignment with who I chose. It actually seems like the demographic was more geared towards people that were like 50 plus and they only voted for the shows that they liked as opposed to um, who was the best at their craft in some of these other productions. And it was really unfortunate. Um, I think the only categories I can say, I'm not going to say everybody that I voted for um, because it doesn't matter at this point. Um, but I will say Evan Peters, um, in Mayor of Easttown, I did vote for him. And the stunt category, everything but Mayor of Easttown, was on my list. I, the, the only production I chose differently was The Witcher, which um, that will be an episode in itself. Please stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, everything else, I was just kind of like, ooh, I don't know. Like, this isn't... This isn't the thing for me. Like, um, and I really tried to look at it from the perspective of the acting because that's all we have is the acting where like I have to look at it and I have to go, okay, the writing is great, but maybe their performances weren't so great. And I, and a lot of people are going to understand if you're, especially if you're trying to get into this business, watch as many movies and television shows as possible because it'll actually help you be a better actor. Um, there are some productions that you will notice where the writing is absolutely amazing. And even though they don't really have the strongest actors, you still enjoy the production because the writing is so good. Then you have productions where the writing is absolutely shit, but you can tell that the actors are doing um, the best with what has been provided towards them. So 
with that, you're just like, okay, you know what I mean? Um, and, and that's kind of how I did my voting. So even if they were in a really bad show, but I can tell that they were doing really well, I still tried to like base my decision off of that instead of like, okay, well, the show was good and it's funny. So I'm just going to vote for these people. Cause some of those people in the really good shows were just not that good. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, um, the truth in, in my opinion. And this is coming from somebody who's an actor. I don't think like I'm the acting goddess. There's definitely stuff from the early days of me entering in, in the career where you would look at me and go, oh my God, she is trash. You know what I mean? So everybody starts from that point. Some people are a little bit more naturally talented than others. I, I definitely needed more time and training. Um, so I'm not going to walk around here and play and say like, oh my gosh, like I, I totally know everything. Um, but yeah, that, that was what I tried to base my opinion on. And um, in addition to the fact that uh, there are also some people chosen that I felt like because they're the 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 chosen ones in Hollywood or the ones that are most revered in Hollywood that's the only reason why they got chosen not because they did the best job and that is a little shady considering that like in addition to being an actor I'm a publicist as well and that's kind of my job is to make everybody like look so good even if they're not all that great but also with that bit of expertise, I can say that I feel like some people were voting based upon that. Um, another complaint that I had um, with the process, there's a couple of things because they kind of asked me over the summer um, to if I wanted to participate and I said yes, but I didn't really start getting screeners until November and then voting was in Jan like early January so I really had like about a month and a half to watch everything and then make my decision and I felt like that was kind of rigged that's just my opinion um, because I felt like they were going for whatever you managed to watch during the season on your own first and that's kind of what they wanted you to vote for especially if there's enough PR behind it to say like okay um, you know Ted Lasso is the big thing right now and so that's what everybody was looking at especially from the Emmy season which I actually think that that was a problem with the Emmys too I don't think anybody watched any of the screeners they just watched the four shows that they liked and um, voted based upon that so yeah, which the only reason I'm talking shit like this is because like it was an experience for me, but I don't plan on doing it again, especially since knowing how it was structured. Um, but yeah, it was I, I noticed that they were like, okay, if you haven't watched all the shows, just vote for the stuff that you like. And I'm like, no, like you should watch some of this some of these other productions because some people are doing really really well and they get overlooked because like you're too occupied with watching um some of these other shows like let me just give you an example um so i watched the kaminsky method i tried to give it a fair shake it's unwatchable it's like quite possibly it's just not my taste and michael douglas did do well 
but it just for the most part it was an unwatchable show and for some reason like they got best ensemble and I'm like Michael Douglas was the only good part about the show I wouldn't say the rest of the cast was all that great you know what I mean um but that wasn't a group I didn't vote for Michael Douglas or the Kaminsky method just so you know but like it I just felt like there are people of a certain age group and older. Um, and also, I want to say probably predominantly white. Um, that sounds really, really shady, but I'm just going to say it because I felt like there was only one person of color nominated in each category. And like, if you saw my ballot, <laughs> it was very diverse. So I just... I don't know but like I said maybe that's just me I'm not really a big fan of how these award shows are structured and even though like I still do some acting and like I kind of feel like I have one foot out the door like just in the grand scheme of things I just don't think it's necessarily worth it to like campaign for awards anymore because the people are just going to pick who they think is the hottest or the best at the time um they're not going to watch the show and if they did they're watching only the shows that they like and only the films that they like they're not really going to vote um for who who truly is the best at their craft um so yeah anywho this is the first half when we come back i am going to talk about servant because i am so excited so I will talk to you soon. And we're back. Um, so before I go into Servant, I did want to talk about a couple things that I left out in the first half of this podcast episode. Um, and that is, one, I did vote for Jeremy Strong. I just want everybody to know that. Um, I don't want anybody to think like, oh, well, you... <laughs> did a whole podcast episode about that article that quote-unquote rips into him um and then you didn't vote for him like what a bitch especially since he worked with him no I did I did actually vote for him and I voted for the entire cast of Succession um I'm just saying that like but that was pretty much it that was in alignment uh with what everybody else voted for otherwise my ballot was pretty diverse and then the other thing I wanted to say was that they gave us a booklet of names of like who has been submitted for consideration and so what I did was I watched everybody in um, their respective categories I put check marks next to the performances that I felt were the most outstanding and then when it came time to vote that's I I looked at all the names of the people that I did like and then that's when I made the hard decisions to vote for this person over this person um just so you know so it wasn't like a bunch of random five people that I chose like I I really took the time and the care that I feel that nobody else in my committee did um to be able to vote for the best um people in the category just so that we're all clear like and that's a little bit shady as well but I'm sorry it's just really really frustrating because it there was a serious lack of diversity and then like um there are people that were on the ballot that I just personally felt like should not have been on the ballot um they did not give their best work so 
that's just, it is what it is, right? Um, so moving on. So we're into the third season of Servant, which comes out tomorrow, January 21st. Um, and I am excited to tell you, and I think it's safe to tell you, um, but I actually worked on season three of Servant. And what's super exciting about that is that this is the first show um, that I have actually worked as kind of a recurring background character. So I'm still a background actor, don't have any lines, I don't have any speaking parts or anything like that, um, but I did play the, set, um, the same character for several episodes. Um, so if you're interested, I'm not going to tell you what character that I play. I really want you to watch the season yourself, besides the fact that, like, I'm bound by a non-disclosure agreement, so, um, I'm not going to give away too much because I don't want to get sued, but, uh, basically, if you go to at Shama Kassin, that's S-H-A, two M's like Mary, A, C as in cat, A, two S's as in Sam, O, N as in Nancy, and it's all one word, at Shama Kassin on Instagram, um, go through my profile page, I have a bunch of selfies on there, take a good look at my face so that you know what you're looking for when you watch the show, okay? So, um, and you have to watch the entire season, because like I said, I'm in multiple episodes. Um, another thing about Servant, um, is that, of course, it's local to me, you know me, um, I'm here for the Tri-State you know, representing the 302. Um, so, of course, like, I'm from Delaware. Uh, I like to work on stuff that is in South Jersey, and I like to work on things that are in southeastern Pennsylvania, including Philadelphia, and this entire show is based in Philadelphia, uh, produced and created by M. Night Shyamalan, and um, he directs some of the episodes, and it actually has a different showrunner, um, but, like, the concept of the program is this couple, um, Dorothy and Sean, who have a baby and they need to find a nanny and they hire this very mysterious girl named Leanne, um, who is supposedly from the country. Um, they, they think that she's like from Wisconsin somewhere and, um, they hire her to look after their baby. And then you quickly find out that the baby isn't actually a real baby. It's a baby doll. So like that in itself is really creepy. And then you find out during the course of the show, um, the really sad backstory as to why that baby doll is in existence. Um, and then it also starts getting creepy because you find out that the nanny has, um, some mysterious quirks about her that is really unsettling to the family. Um, and it's not just Sean and Dorothy, it's also Dorothy's brother Julian, um, who's in the picture as well, and he has a major problem with Leanne pretty much from the start. Um, that's all I'm going to say about the story, and the reason why is is because um, this is the best way that I can explain it to you. So I watched both seasons so far to understand what my purpose was going into the third season. Because, like, yeah, I get it. I'm a background actor. But, like, since I'm a featured background actor, it's slightly different where you are kind of part of the film. Like, 
let me explain that. So, like, there's background acting, and if, like, you're at a party, at a wedding, um, shopping at a grocery store, like, um, within the film and television world, right? So, like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example, uh, of a production that has come out recently. Oh, so, like, I watched Belfast, the other night and that was a really good movie by the way um but like they're always in the movie house like the family goes to the movie house every weekend and there's other theater goers within the movie house right um so those are like background actors and they also are kind of featured because they're always there going to the movies every weekend but like whenever they're going to um the grocery store it's just like whoever is in the background or like the people that live on the street not everybody has a speaking part they're they're just there they're part of life you know what i mean um so those people are usually kind of um considered like general background like you may see their face you may not um what i did was not only was my face prominent but i was like a key part of the story so um once again like uh this kind of separates it a little bit because now like the stakes are really high and um we had to act in accordance with what the scene was there there was a lot of coordination that went on um Hold on one moment. I am actually on a podcast, so I will talk to you in a moment. Sorry. (laughs) Someone walked in. Um, But basically, like, yeah, it it was, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, so the stakes are high. Like, it it was a key part of the story. And even though, like, um, with background acting, you usually just do what people tell you because of the way that the show was formatted and how highly stylized it is. Like it served, it, it really did serve a purpose to watch the previous seasons to just really get an understanding of like where I stood in the world of what is going on with this family. Um, so I did that first and then did the performance. So my recommendation for everybody is to actually dig in and watch all three seasons. And the reason why is like, as I found out from like trying to get an idea of what exactly I'd be doing, um, each episode kind of builds upon each other. They're not really standalone episodes. They're kind of, they kind of work, um, uh, in alignment with each other, which, like, okay, well, isn't that the purpose of TV shows? Yes and no, because some shows, like, there's always, um, especially with procedural shows, those are very much, um, a case-by-case basis, uh, we don't really know what time, what era they're a part of, like, you just know that these are the same characters, and this is, like, the new case that they have going on. Then there are some shows where there is one long storyline, and maybe some subplots, so, like, they have to, like, kind of, um, work along those lines. With this particular show, there's not really, um, uh, yeah, I would actually say there, there's, there's no real, like, subplot or sub-stories, really. Like, every, everything is very self-contained, um, 
within the family and everything that the family is doing contributes to the core story at hand. You know what I mean? Um, so you really do kind of have to watch it from the start, um, leading up to season three. And then of course the announcement has been made, um, that they're making a fourth season and they're ending the show, um, after the fourth season. So the stakes are really super high in this production and I just recommend everybody watch it because it is very good and I'm not just saying that because I worked on it like I said I watched the show itself just to get an understanding and I I really enjoyed it super creepy sad at times like it's really really good um and it is running on Apple TV and the new season season three is coming out tomorrow please check it out check me out and support thank you so much and I will talk to you next time bye I'm not going to